direct from the middle of nowhere to the center of everywhere. It's Beneath the Surface with Sean Murphy and Corey Cooper. Hello, podcast world, and welcome to Beneath the Surface, uh, the newly minted boat, awesome, coolness podcast. <laughs> The idea here is that we're going to kind of go uh, beneath the surface and behind the scenes of all the latest, greatest, and cool uh, things we've done at Boat. Uh, some of the old stuff, you know, content creations and inspiration behind some of our coolest products. Uh, it's me, myself, founder and CEO, Corey Cooper, and our incredible uh, mastermind photographer, Mr. Sean Murphy, sitting across from me at this lovely table with a, a toucan <laughs> right next to my shoulder. I, de- I decorated it today because we're going to talk about tropical things sometimes. It looks, <laughs> it looks like he's going to take a large chunk out of my ear. He looks like he's on acid. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully he's not. And, <laughs> and he doesn't bite me through getting through this podcast. So, Anyways, that's the intro to the podcast, and the episode today, we're actually going to be focused on a product inspiration, and Sean's going to be doing the interviewing, interviewing me, because he's just as interested to learn as everyone else is, about our product, The Rover. It's a line of products that we make. Uh, It's a very interesting product. It's kind of a standalone uh, product inside of our entire business, and uh, it's got a lot of uh, neat inspirations behind it. And for those of you that don't know exactly what The Rover is... It's, it's essentially a giant paddleboard that can be motorized. Now, I say that in a, a quick summary, just to kind of set the stage here so we can understand and I can kind of describe why we made this and how it fits into the business and, and quite frankly, why it's you know one of the coolest things we make. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite thing, mm-hmm. personally. So, go at it, Sean. Knock it out. Ask, yeah. ask away. Yeah, so, I mean... Uh, 2016, probably, I don't know, halfway through the year, Corey, uh, we have, with our relationship, we don't talk much during the day, but at night, we tend to text back and forth, usually late night, 10 o'clock, about, you know, what we're Wild watching ideas. on TV, yeah, ideas, music, what we're watching on TV, we just get each other fired up. Well, anyway, uh, he sends me a text one night, and it's just a, like a... Is it you call that CAD drawing? Mm-hmm. How you do on mm-hmm. the computer? Yeah. Sends me a drawing a or a rendering of uh, a watercraft with a kind of cutout in the back for a motor, and he just sends me that with no explanation point, no explanation. I was like, holy shit, what is this? You know, and um, so it was his new new idea for, and he has ideas. I, I feel like once a week. I mean, there's ideas now that we probably won't we're just backed up with ideas he just doesn't stop so this one in particular um i was i wasn't i'm never skeptical but i was uh, amazed at how we're gonna get it done anyway um i came into town shortly thereafter and he had handmade a prototype and i was actually looking at those photos yesterday and it was just it looked like there's just this big white piece of foam with like this just resin on it with drawings. It was a Frankenstein, It's pretty cool, man. And I and it, it's odd that we're talking about this today. And I didn't know we were talking about this today because I was looking at those photos yesterday. And Pete, it's photo is of Pete. And there's, there's all these kind of just Sharpie drawings. And there's drill holes and different things for different parts. And Pete was, there's just like drips of resin coming off it. 
It just looked like a, just a big heap of something, a Frankenstein vehicle. And I, you know, to, for well, let me tell you, work. let me tell you why kind of, you know, we had the inspiration. Uh, and it wasn't just, it wasn't just me. I mean, this was Rob, our creative director, uh, myself. I remember we were standing around at a, at a trade show, Surf Expo. And for 10 years, not, not well, it's, we've been in business for 10 years, but let's just say the first five, six years, anybody that would see our paddle boards, it's specifically the ones that we made for fishing. Put a motor on it. The first question, <laughs> dude, hey, man, can you put a motor on that? And just right off the bat, my reply would be, yeah, but then it would be called a boat, right? Yeah. And obviously, our brand name yeah. is titled Boat. But, you know, for all intents and purposes, I, I got where they were coming from. They're like, man, that looks really kick-ass. It's mm. cool. I get it. It's a... It's a fishing platform, but I could go a lot farther and a lot faster if I had a motor. Mm-hmm. And I always interpreted it personally as somebody saying, "I'm too lazy to paddle." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, I weren't give I wasn't giving the people the credit for why they wanted you know the motor specifically. And, and just to take it one step further back, when we created the brand and and the identity for the products in general, I saw the direction of both from a a paddle sports perspective and a fishing perspective of people looking to get simpler, right? Mm -hmm. You know, whether it was the fly fishing trend, uh, you know, people just minimizing their overall gear approach on, you know, from boats to kayaks and, you know, the boats inside of the boat industry, people were moving from large fish boats to kind of Mm -hmm. flat skiffs, shallow water skiffs. And so with the paddle board, I was like, man, this is a killer way to get super shallow and, to be really stealthy and have a simple approach to fishing, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, in a nutshell, that was kind of that story, right? And so when you're talking to people and they're like, dude, it'd be awesome if it had a motor, I got it. To me, though, it was just like, God, if I do that, well, um, yeah. then what is it, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So flash forward to when Rob and I were standing in the trade show after 500 more, hey, it'd be cool to put a motor on it. I looked at Rob, I said, you know what? It's about time, right? And so in my mind there, I, I immediately started going to what does this product look like? What are the, what's the DNA? What's it got to do? Right. And I jumped to kind of a hybrid of like a flat skiff, like a micro skiff and our paddle boards and kind of meet halfway in the middle. Literally, that's what I did. You know, I took a, mm-hmm. a, a flat skiff that's like a micro skiff and our HD board and just scale one up, scale the other down. And like you said, put the tail cut out in the back so we could plop a motor in the middle. My number one goal, though, was to keep it at heart still a paddle craft so that if you didn't have a motor mm-hmm, on it, mm-hmm. it's still a giant paddle board that's super stable and can haul a bunch of gear. And, you know, so to your point, back to, you know, the the, the, the testing phase that you walked in on, that's what you saw, man. I mean, mm-hmm. it was we our CNC machine. It cut out a big chunk of foam. We were laminating it, glassing it in. And we were going to take it to the water and see how it ran with the motor. And the idea there was to keep it clean, right? The motor rack was going to be removable so that if it wasn't, if you weren't using Mm -hmm. a motor, you wouldn't know it needed one. The cooler or the seat, the seat would be removable. So again, if you didn't want it, you know, it's gone. So Pete and I worked, you know, many days in a row creating the first prototype. And that's when you came into town and, you know, you were shooting I think that's when our ambassador Harry Madison, he we he he and I and Pete took that piece of white foam with the resin on it with a I can't remember what motor we initially put on it, but we took it out to uh, out to the East Bay, 
and um and put it in the water for the first time mm-hmm. and let Harry fish off of it and try yeah. it was we were just blown away I mean there's and we'll share these photos but there's photos of Harry on this prototype like standing on the Kula which brings him up even higher and fishing off that and, and the stability was insane and I mean we were all just like little kids in a candy store. it was it was crazy because it was, I mean, it, was, it, was it was like we had like a new toy yeah. and we didn't know what it could do yet yep you know and you were shitting me photos yeah you guys would go out and catch fish and I mean again on the white chunk of foam. Yeah. It looked terrible. <laughs> yeah. I, dude, I remember we were Pete had taken it out. Pete, by the way, for you know, everybody listening is kind of our lead of our R and D. He uh, he spearheads, you know, all my wild hair ideas and crazy ideas and 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 helps me bring these things to life. So Pete, he called me and he was at uh, he's he had it in the water at a, a local boat ramp here next to our, our manufacturing facility. And uh He's like, dude, you got to come try it, man. I got all these guys. I'm like beating people off with a stick, <laughs> you know, to get away from me. Yeah. And I roll up and I'm like, really? Because it, it looks like, you know, like you would see like a, a our prototype car. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you couldn't even tell what it was. Yeah. But people were standing all around just like minds tripping. Yeah, yeah. And that was the first time, you know, I got on it to, to haul ass around. And I think we had a, I think we had like a three horsepower motor or something, a very small yeah, I remember. motor. In the beginning and you know the original design was for five to six horsepower and so i got on it i'm just i was ecstatic dude you know driving it around like wow we've done it and uh you know the idea again back back to kind of the philosophy of of the of the craft i, I switched my mind from it having to be you know a paddle board and and i started thinking about it being a go further faster so at heart it's still a paddleboard right you, you turn on your motor and you haul ass a few miles down the water, you get to where you want to go fish, kill the motor, mm-hmm. till it up, paddle around and fish, right? And so to me, it was still at heart of paddle craft. You just use the motor to get from point A to point B to cover more ground. Uh, like when you're building it though, what, what were some of the, I mean, it couldn't have been like, let's make a prototype. I mean, you're pretty good at that because you're an engineer yeah. by trade, but uh there had to have been some like what were the challenges like putting the first motor on yeah. it how did it ride that's know? a good question it was it was definitely some give and take so the whole design you know we we took a kind of a swag at uh in the very beginning uh again taking some inspirations from some skiffs and from our boards and you know the hardest thing there was getting it to where we could power it power it appropriately and have it ride flat enough you know it's it, once the like the rover would come out of the water on plane, mm-hmm. it would get a little sketchy mm-hmm. if the, if it was riding <laughs> nose down, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and it would plane up and you could tell, hey, man, if I caught a, a wave mm-hmm. over the bow, it would just, you know, porpoise, dolphin go into the water. <laughs> My ass would be swimming, yeah, you know, a yeah. hundred yards away from yeah. it. And so there's a challenge there that we, we wanted to make it kind of ride nose up out of the water so that it was safe, but also, you know, displace and plane enough so that you could actually get some top end speed. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that was really a challenge in terms of just making multiple, multiple prototypes. I know you took pictures of one, but hell, man, we probably had 10, you know, iterations mm-hmm. of this going through it. And it, it had to meet a whole bunch of different variables, man. I mean, it had to be light enough to, to carry. It had to paddle, you know, be, you know, be able to you know, small enough and narrow enough mm-hmm. to be paddled. It had to be short enough and thin enough to still really be a paddleboard, but yet thick enough to have buoyancy for a boat. Uh, the cool thing with the Rover, unlike boats, you know, kayaks and, and other competition in the micro skiff space, it's completely foam filled. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a mm-hmm. solid chunk mm-hmm. of foam mm-hmm. encapsulated with two plastic thermoform pieces. So as a design and as a, as a watercraft, it, 
in itself is standalone just by the way it's constructed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's self-buoyant. You can't sink it. So that, that's it's actually pretty cool too because it was kind of a uh, a safety you know concept in, in in design and application and even from the Coast Guard perspective, you know it it kind of skirts a lot of the regulations because of the way it's constructed. They don't even know what to think about it. They don't. Because Harry and I went we went tarpon fishing out at the beach out in 30A, and there was one of the cops, uh, you know, the coast, whatever they were, up, up, up on the beach. We noticed him when we were leaving. He sat there for like an hour and a half going through all the regulations, figuring out what, what it was we were doing and how he was going to approach us when we came in. I mean, he had some cockamamie thing why we couldn't be out there because motors technically the you can't launch, launch a, boat. a boat from the beach but then we found a loophole well, well if you put the motor on the boat in the water then yeah it's not a motor so it's, it's a just boat. a little bit like a little a lot of that kind of going on going on um i mean that did win i remember you, i wasn't there but you sent me it was pretty exciting it won watercraft of the year no it won it won product of the year oh, at icast i got it, got it we won category for watercraft yeah. and we won overall best new best new in show that's it best in show at icast mm-hmm. uh it, it blew a lot of people's minds i mean it's still blowing my mind and, and the, the challenge we have uh selling it you know promoting it is like calling it a definitive name other mm-hmm. than the rover right mm-hmm. it's not a boat it's not a paddleboard it's not a kayak it's it's a unique like piece and you know we've used it man we one of our first uh kind of adventures and photo shoots we we went on it with you and i was down to the keys mm. you know we mm-hmm. uh we teed up our buddy rob down at mellow ventures mm-hmm. uh, in key west and bear holman bear holman yeah, and yeah. He, i mean you know if you know bear he's a big dude and he was he got on it and fly fished and was super stable fishing for tarpon crazy crazy yeah yeah, yeah. I remember when when we saw it for the first time finished. Is that the picture I took with you behind yeah, it? Yeah. We saw it manufactured for the first time, the finished product. It looked like a, uh, I can only compare it to like, I don't know, like a Lamborghini yeah, was or sick. something. It just looked like, man, it was. That was another, something I hadn't mentioned. That was another key element is taking our, our brand DNA, man, that the cool stuff, like the wood inlays, the traction mm-hmm. pads, all the graphics and applying it to something that, isn't really there like the boating industry that you know the small watercraft industry i mean they're just kind of plain generic colors mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. simple well this is still simple but way sexy mm-hmm. yeah it's pretty cool and we found a, we've found a lot of uses for them in our world with like myself and harry and our fishing like sometimes we'll tow like a paddleboard behind us out in the gulf to get to the tarpon spots or you know all kind of different things and um you know, it's 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 it is a weird, unique craft, and I think you know, and the inflatable one is my personal. I mean, I know it's not quite as yeah. streamlined and yep. sexy, but for me personally, I love the inflatable. I like being able to carry it by myself and kind of get into hard to get areas, and and uh, it does a lot the things that I well, need especially. It to do. If, I mean, for all the advantages, inflatable, it, mm-hmm. it's just small, man. I'm you an inflatable fanatic. I love it. Yeah, because <laughs> I break everything. <laughs> Yeah, you do break everything. Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about too. Like, I know we did a podcast recently about our trip to the Everglades, and we did a second trip to the Everglades uh, called Never Again, and that's one where we used the rovers, and and we'll be talking about that one. Yeah, we drove. I mean, that was so killer, man. Nine mm-hmm. nine nine point nine horsepower motors doing oh, yeah. twenty five miles oh, yeah. an hour. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's awesome. I mean, it's it really is a gas, and it's so much fun. So. 
if yeah, check out the photos, man. The photos that we're going to have on this podcast, uh, just showing all, all the cool kind of behind the scenes, uh, you know, the story of making this. Like I said, man, it's it was it was fun doing it. it I, it's hard to believe it was almost four years ago mm-hmm. making this. It, I mean, <laughs> I dude, it took it took like a year and a half to bring yeah. to life, but you know, it's crazy how fast time goes. I don't know. And like Sean said, we got crazy <laughs> shit cooking coming on the pipeline. So. Lots of new stuff. Stay tuned. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this edition. This was a little more, a little more refined product edition. Yeah. So we'll save the craziness for the later episodes. But uh, thanks for listening, and uh, catch you guys in the future. Later. Later.